Blog Talk Radio. Uh, hi, everybody. Welcome to Winchester Radio this week. Um, another week, another episode to talk about. Uh, and, I, you know, this season has been like a roller coaster ride because last week was like this huge ride and then plunge down to the bottom. And, and, and this week I think we're on sort of a, it's a good episode, but it's kind of an even keel, and I think it might be a chance to catch our breath before the rest of the season, which is going to be another one of those big climbs giant, huge, breathtaking, uh, heartbreaking, heart-attack-inducing uh, ride. I hope, anyway. We're going <laughs> to... Anyway, we are going to talk about the episode Freaks and Geeks tonight, 18th episode of the 8th season. Uh, I'm Susan, and Becky's here. Say hi, Becky. Hey! <laughs> um, unfortunately, uh, Vinny is not able to join us this evening, but hopefully she'll be back for the next one. Um, we do not have a guest tonight, so if anybody wants to call in with a question or a comment, uh, we'll pick up those calls in a little bit. But that number is 646, I'm sorry, wrong number, 347-205-9801. That's 347-205-9801. Uh, Winchester Radio, you can find us on blogtalkradio.com slash media boulevard. Uh, you can always go to our website, winchesterbrows.com, click on the Winchester Radio icon. That will take you there. At the Blog Talk Radio site, you can listen and, uh, I believe, download uh, not only the latest episode, but you can go back in time and listen to lots of previous uh, podcasts, like the one with Felicia Day, Michelle Morgan, directors, uh, uh, Mike Roll, um, lots of other guest stars, and you can even if you want to look for Winchester Radio, you can go way back and listen to the writer, director, and producer of Ten Inch Hero, which is an endless podcast but worth it because there's so many great stories. Uh, you can find us on Facebook and Twitter at Winchester Bros in both places. Lots of supernatural news and not just podcast stuff, but um, lots of stuff. Uh, anyway, I think that's it to get us going. Uh, Freaks and Geeks, probably named after the TV show, kind of an homage to the old TV show with the same name from years ago, which I didn't watch, and I guess a lot of people didn't watch. Did you watch oh, Freaks I, and Geeks? I watched Freaks and Geeks, not when it was on, but when it came out on DVD. Highly recommend it. It's a really great, really, really good show. That's what I hear. And it's got a cast that didn't pretty much everybody go on to, like, incredible success. James Franco, Seth Rogen. You know, it's just, you know, huge names on it. So, yeah, Busy Phillips. Um, oh, I can't think of his name. The guy who's on How I Met Your Mother plays Marshall. You know, just all kinds of all kinds of big names. Right. Um this episode, <laughs> we were talking before that um, I liked it. I, I, I guess in a in a way it could be called filler, but sometimes it has a negative connotation. And I don't think it was a bad episode, but it it was kind of it's kind of like an episode where it's good, but it's a, you know, 
doesn't really advance the overall plot, but if we do get a mention of what's going on somewhat at the beginning, and then it's it's a it's a monster of the week, you know, in in and out, and that's it. So, unlike yeah. unlike uh, remember the Titans, it did hold my interest the whole way through. So oh, good. <laughs> <laughs> I remember the Titans. Yeah, I did not fall asleep. Remember the Titans? I was just so bored. But um, I agree. This one was, you know, it wasn't as exciting as most episodes. Um, you know, I can think of it's. It's definitely not going to be on my favorite list. But you know, I wasn't bored. So. <laughs> oh. <laughs> well, I guess that puts it in the win column then. <laughs> I wasn't bored. <laughs> Um, I wasn't bored either. Um, it's definitely kind of, um, I won't say paced slowly, but not at breakneck speed where you're like, I, I mean, I forgot to breathe in the last episode, Goodbye Stranger, for at least Right, half right. <laughs> um, but uh, we had a, um, actually, a return of two actors that have been on Supernatural before, um, one more recent than the other. Uh, Chrissy Chambers, of course, played by Madison McLaughlin, was back, um, and uh, who was on Adventures in Babysitting the last time, and um, and it's good to see her. She's very good at that part, you know. And um, I like the character of Chrissy. And then Adrian Hoff or Hoff, Hoff sure I'm thinking. Sorry, yeah, I'm thinking it's I'm thinking his name is Hoff, Adrian Hoff. Hoff. Okay, who played Victor, um, which was on another episode from before. It was a long time ago. Something um, Wicked in season one. He was this, the doctor who was the Striga. Oh, that's right. And and again, again with the kids, that doesn't look good for you, Adrian. So don't, <laughs> don't take another role like that. Um, that's it. I thought it was funny that Victor's last name was Rogers because he was a little bit like, or wanted to be a little bit like Mr. Rogers, the uh, children's show um, mm-hmm. from way back when. And he even had like the little sweater on, you know, and they had you know, supposedly had a very normal life and, you know, he was teaching the kids, you know, just like Mr. Rogers, but it ends up being a very twisted Mr. Rogers. <laughs> so... Um. I have to say that the character of Chrissy, whereas the actress does a great job. She's a great actress. I've got a lot of respect for her. But I'm not that crazy about the character. I wasn't that crazy about her the first time she was on. And, you know, the whole time I'm watching, I'm like, of all the characters they could bring back for an episode, you know, why did they pick Chrissy? <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess because they had this episode about hunting kids and if I, I guess I don't know if it was I don't know what came first you know let's bring right, the episode and, or the actors right or yeah or or we have this episode where we've got kind of a you know a house for orphans uh hunters kids and you know and um you know we'll we'll oh well we may as well make it about somebody we know and it made sense but on the other hand I was like Aw, you know, because their dad and her, you know, he kept his promise. He got them out of hunting, and it's just one more 
one more bit of evidence for a beam to say, you know, once once you're in, you're in and you're stuck and it's just never going to end well, you know, no matter how much you try to get out. Even though I, when it comes to Sam, he thinks Sam is going to, he thought at one time, Sam could dig out of this and have a normal life. So. I hated that they killed her dad because I did like, what you know, that relationship they had in the first step in the um, Adventures mm-hmm. of Maybe City. I I like the idea of a father-daughter out there hunting. You know, we don't see much Mm -hmm. of a father-daughter, and I I really like that. Plus, the actor that played her father, you know, he's been in a million things, and I've always liked him. Um, So I just, you know, hate that they killed him off for this, you know. Like, oh, he's gone. She's just on her own now. And, yeah, I, I hated that. Yeah, I felt I felt really bad because I, I liked her dad and, um, I you know, I don't I don't mind the character of Chrissy. It's really tough teen teenager. You know, it's like you have to it's hard to keep them from being annoying. <laughs> you don't always the way, succeed. <laughs> okay, the way the what I think I don't like about Chrissy is she's kind of a Mary Sue. Um, you know, how you know, everything you know, she's ba- she to me reminds me of the fan fiction where the Winchester suddenly have a little sister. You know, it's like mm-hmm. if you're gonna write that if you're you know, she's basically everything that they've ever written you know, I've ever read about mm-hmm. Winchester's having a little sister, it's Chrissy. And uh-huh. I think you know, that's I think that's what bugs me. She's like too perfect and you know, and like mm-hmm. the Mary Sue and I'd rather mm-hmm. you know, I wish they had given her Maybe if if she had a different personality or something her character did, I might like her a bit more. But mm-hmm. instead, she she's all basically a mini dean, and yeah, I oh. wish she had she had her own personality instead of making her like a mini dean mm-hmm. or something, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Now I don't I don't think I've ever read a supernatural fanfic with the Winchesters having a a little sister, so lucky me. <laughs> Maybe that's why she doesn't bother me quite as much. Because yeah, I am I am no fan of a Mary Sue in any fanfic, and some shows do it too. And there's also uh, Harry Sues out there where a a producer or a writer will put a put a guy version of a Mary mm-hmm. Sue in a mm-hmm. show, which doesn't doesn't work any better at all. Um, one of, one of the things I do like about Chrissy is that she's she didn't like fall for Dean, you know, or fall in love with them, you know. Um, she might—I don't know. She might sort of vaguely, a teeny tiny bit, have a little bit of a crush, but it's not much of one because you know she she battles him, you know, toe to toe the whole time, and uh, a fam to a little bit too. And right. I think I think both of them. Um, Madison and Jensen play it with a good amount of restraint where it doesn't go into that, that territory because nothing mm-hmm. about that would be a good idea. <laughs> um, no, not at all. And I, I actually cracked up at the end when Dean calls Aiden, one of the other hunter kids out, and um, says, you know, you know, and the kid's like, you know, he knows everything, you know, and he says, yeah, blah, blah, if you guys do something to Chrissy, you'll kill me, and he's like, no, she'll kill you. <laughs> <laughs> and again, that, you know, to me, it was like, I, w- I would rather Dean have said that he would be the one to kill him, instead of more giving her the Mary Sue treatment, you know, nope, I won't have uh-huh. to do it because she'll do it, 
And yeah, mm-hmm. I, I would. You know, it, it's so it's just my own personal mm-hmm. dislike of the character. Nothing again, nothing against Madison. She's great. She does a great mm-hmm. job. What she's given, she's gorgeous. She's so pretty. My mm-hmm. my sons have a huge crush on her, <laughs> and so you know. But um, you know, I just the way you know, it's just something about the character that the way she's written. I just not don't really care for. Mhm. Yeah. Um I the other the other kids, Josephine and um Aiden, which are Adam Glass's kids, right? Right, Didn't right. I thought that, that was that's really cool. Yeah, he tweeted about that. I thought that was really cool. Yeah, yeah, that is really neat. And did he create Chrissy? Because I thought he mentioned Chrissy as well, or maybe maybe I read him wrong. But it was definitely um, Aiden and Josephine are the names of his children, which is fun. Um, uh, he did mention her. Let me go look through it, please, and see what he said about her. Okay. Um, 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 I going to say, oh, uh, the kids, Josephine and Aiden. Her, co- they were- her cousin. His cousin is oh. named after his cousin is Chrissy. Oh, okay. Well, that's cool. Family. <laughs> and you know, you don't have to worry about clearing them because no, <laughs> they're family. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, Aiden and Josephine, they weren't necessarily hunter kids, though, right? They just their their families were killed by monsters, vampires. Which, they were, you know, hunters. Chrissy was the only hunter kid, right? Or from what I from what I heard, but you know I'm not sure if that's what it's supposed to be or not. Mhm. Hmm. Oh well. Um. This also reminded me of the Artful Dodger. You know the. Yeah. The yeah. Oliver, <laughs> with all the you know or street urchin kids and training them all to be pickpockets and thieves and that kind of thing. It's, sort of reminded me of that. And it turned out Victor was as bad, if actually much worse. Um, did you did you see that coming where he actually had their families killed so he could recruit them into hunting and give them motivation? I knew he wasn't I knew he wasn't on the up and up, you know, you could just mm-hmm. tell. Um mm-hmm. but I didn't think he would be the one to just go and, you know, talk, you know, see these great kids, oh we have to kill his kill his parents, you know. To make mm-hmm. them hunters. I did not see that coming. No, me either. And that was that was creepy. If you know, if Josephine and Aiden's parents weren't hunters, how did he? You know, why did he send? What did he see in them to decide that they? You know, I'd like to know why mm-hmm. he decided on them. Is there? You know, that they should be hunters. I know he mentioned great things about like one is um, great grades or something. He told you know individual things. I know mm-hmm. he said. Chrissy was a great leader. I forget what he said about the other two. Um, so he saw something in them, but it's like, where did he see them where he got their attention, I wonder? Um, I think Josephine was a scholar, merit scholar and athlete, and uh, Aiden can pick your pocket. Super okay. Which, again, sure. artful dodger. <laughs> so he, must have, he must have just, you know, got it in his head that, 
say, you know, you should start a, mm-hmm. a hunter school and <laughs> just found these kids and I guess. And, mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, putting, putting that in the context of Sam and Dean, um, I like that they, you know, remembered that they started hunting when they were kids because Dean was so adamant, you know, that they're kids and they don't belong in this and blah, blah, blah. And Sam says, well, we started. And then, of course, Dean rightly, rightly so says, well, look how that turned out, you know. Which, <laughs> you know, not not the greatest. But um, um where's I going with that? But it, it – uh, I could you could see Sam sort of thinking that in a way I mean before they figured out that you know Victor was a very bad man um, if he had been on the level and the families actually had been killed by monsters and he took them in and gave them a purpose because it, it can't really be anybody else because and it's very hard to go back because once you know what's out there it's like Chrissy said you know we won't go looking for it but you know if a monster comes here we're going to deal you know they're they're not going to go back to a completely completely normal life i don't i don't know if you can knowing what's out there except, except of course apparently sam did it for, for about a year right with, right uh, with amelia but i don't know we still don't have yeah maybe we do maybe yes just part of me that just won't believe that sam just walked away from everything for a year and didn't look for Dean, but Maybe, maybe. Anyway, I, you could see Sam kind of thinking in this that maybe this is, is kind of an, a good idea, you know? I mean, he gets it, you know, like instead of like leaving them on their own with no information, don't deny to them that there's no such thing, that no, their parents weren't killed by monsters and you're you're imagining things. Let's, let's give them the information and help them to help them protect themselves you know, and other mm-hmm. people and then plus them on the moon, on the street, like Victor said, from hotel room to motel room. I'd have a, a home and, and uh, some kind of structure and, and school and all that. So I think by, in a way, it's, if you have to, it's not a bad way to go. And I love that house. That was cool. Oh, the house uh, is gorgeous. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I, you know, if it had been on the up and up and everything, I could totally see Sam and Dean deciding to help them. Mm-hmm. And you know, stop by every now and then, and you know that that sort of thing. And um, but that's mm-hmm. not going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. And you um, know, the kids. You know, the kids decided they're going to stay in the house because Josephine's going to be turning eighteen soon or something. Mm-hmm. And it's like you know, okay, whose house? You know, is this, you know, then you start thinking about the legal things, you know, was the house under his mm-hmm. name? You know, are they going to pretend right. he's still alive, you know, and all that sort of thing. But, mm-hmm. yeah, that's just, that stuff doesn't matter when it comes to a TV show. So, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, reality, we sort of wave as it passes by, you know. <laughs> <laughs> that's about it. I, I suppose that Victor... It doesn't sound like he has any other family. His family was killed, and I'm sure that's what made him crazy and think all this was a good idea, you know, which would make any person insane having to listen to your family being murdered like that. But but you can also say, well, uh, more than one hunter has had to deal with their their wife like Bobby um, Mm -hmm. and 
he John. Didn't, yeah, you know, and John, and, and while they had their issues, they did not turn into the kind of person that had innocent people killed just to make kids into the best hunters ever. So, you know, if that insanity and grieving defense only goes so far with Victor because, you know, it's happened to other hunters and they didn't go as far as Victor did. And right. working with a vampire, working with a monster, which they didn't really get into too much because both Sam and Bean have done that. Maybe that's why they didn't get into it too much. So, yeah. It, it was, yeah, there was a lot, there was, you know, some points to it, but then other points that I was like, didn't see, you know, didn't see that coming, and, mm-hmm. and, oh, oh, another thing I wanted to bring up. Okay, so they remembered Grandpa Campbell's cure, and, yeah. you know, they're, they were, they're going to use it with the girl, but, we're, you know, I don't know, you know, remember when we saw Dean take it? He was puking and dying, and you know it was horrible. And right. this girl, this girl sitting there sipping it like a cup of tea. And so I, was I like, think it was a cup of tea. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I'm like, okay, oh, this is different. <laughs> yeah. Now I, I wonder, was it was Dean maybe a vampire longer than her? Did that have maybe that, that like something to do? That was the that was the only fan link I could come up with is maybe Dean had been you know, longer or something. I don't know, but um it could also be um people people react different to all sorts of stuff like, you know, it's like we could we could take the same exact same medicine but we'll react very differently to it. I might have side effects. You know, you might be okay. It's just maybe it's something like that too. You know, you just don't know how someone's going to react mm-hmm. and have it. Anyway. I did like I did like um, Chrissy's um, darts with dead man's blood that she would shoot. Yeah, at, I was hoping Sam and Dean remembers that because that was really cool. <laughs> it was it was great. I I. I like when you see, like, a different twist because, you know, we see how Sam and Dean work, you know, the way with their weapons and all that. And also with, um, it was it was like a little bit of a tip to the ghost facers with their cameras and monitoring on the laptop mm-hmm. in the other room. And and that's also a cool thing. I don't, I don't know how much good that might do Sam and Dean, maybe some, but I do like when they see a weapon like this. And... Uh, Mama Tran with her super soaker full of holy water, you know. Right, you have right. like a little bottle of it. It's like no, get those big water guns, you know. And and I I I hope somewhere in the trunk of the Impala, you know, there's now you know a couple of super soakers full of holy water, and there's going to be dark guns with dead man's blood because that's pretty awesome. And I also mm-hmm. thought it was pretty awesome when because he shot it, shot the vampire in the eye with it. <laughs> You know, right, he's a really good shot. Yeah, yeah, that was a great look, and it reminded me of The Walking Dead. And they're always stabbing the zombies in the eye. Uh huh. Right. And of course, the government too didn't go well for him. Mm. And it, you know, talking about the super soakers with the holy water, it's like you know, back during the Buffy days, everybody was always saying, 
Why doesn't Buffy and the Scooby Gang, you know, carry around super soakers with holy water? You know, that would help so much. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and and even though it got to be, it's a little bit of a joke. I kind of get the point of it being a good idea. You know, putting putting their weapons on a bungee cord. <laughs> <laughs> they come back. <laughs> you know, it's like yeah, it's like there could probably be a few more things, Sam and D, and they're both so good with weapons and so smart and and thinking of of ways to deal with things. Um, I, I I hope they adopt stuff like that, and and mm-hmm. you know, gotta figure they've been hunters hunters for so many years that they've got to like refine their weapons techniques and fighting and train. We don't see them train very often. And I would think as good as you are, I mean, the police, they still uh, go to the shooting range, you know, soldiers, right, everything. Right. So you'd, you'd be kind of cool to see Sam and Dean, you know, practicing. And practicing new um, moves, too, you know, Right. Deal with all that. Oh, and um, another little callback, uh, mentioning the Leviathan disaster. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. I did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I was like, okay. So I, you know, other hunters, you know, thought that was whole whole thing was a disaster. I guess. Okay. <laughs> no. Yeah. <laughs> yes, it was. <laughs> um. The season's been and, really good for callbacks, like way back callbacks, you know, for second season. It's really cool. One one thing I um, caught and I was wondering about, they said that they met this guy in Spokane and hunting a Rougarou. Well, and they was like, it was years and years ago. Okay, the in fourth season, um, uh, Metamorphosis, was it seemed to be the first time Sam and Dean had heard of a Rougarou. Right. Um, Dean, you know, didn't even, you know, know what the word was. Right. And so I'm wondering, was it supposed to have been since fourth season then, you know, that they met up with this guy in Spokane and hunted the Rougarou? It, yeah. I mean, that would make sense in the timeline, but it sounded to me that, and they were so vague on on the guy. It seemed like it should have been a lot longer. Yeah, it sounded like back during their days when they were with their dad was the mm-hmm. way they were talking. You know, it seemed like it was that long ago. But you know, from what I can remember of Metamorphosis, that was the first time they had heard of a Rougarou. Mhm. Um, I keep hearing it sometimes as as Rubula. <laughs> and I don't know, maybe maybe they got confused and were hunting pastry. I don't I I I, I, I think right here and I think of ravioli, so <laughs> <laughs> I think we're out of food. <laughs> it was it was long pig. I remember you know, that much from metamorphosis. Oh god, so, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. Um, it was a, a fun scene. It's, 
at the very beginning of this with Sam and Dean in the, in the car and discussing the last episode a little bit, both of them trying to figure out if the other one was okay, and mm-hmm. neither one of them wanting to talk about it and and sending it off, you know, because, you know, Dean wants to know if Sam okay. You know, maybe you should spit this one out, Dean says, you know, and take me on this one, and Sam, like, growls at him, I'm fine. You know, and, and what about you, you know, Kat deemed you up pretty good and mentioned the feelings and, and uh, um, it just cracked me up because then Dean's like, okay, uh, we'll get some herbal tea, you know, <laughs> and, and, and Sam's like, yep, nope, not going to talk about it, okay. And, and, and he doesn't get, you know what, he doesn't get mad. He doesn't, like, try and start a fight with Dean or get angry. He's just like, okay, we're not going to do this right now, but maybe later. And he just gets out and heads out. I'm like, boy, you guys does, finally learned. He does He does say, eat me. That, he does say that to Dean as he's getting out of the car. He says, eat me. You can oh, over. It's hard. It's hard to hear over the squeaking of the car doors, you know, but, yeah, he says, eat me. <laughs> but it's still like, you know, he's not freaked out, or he's just like, you know what, you know, uh, eat this. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> oh, and, and Dean, you know, good talk. Yeah, that was great talk. And, and, uh, it is, is, I think, totally in character both of them. I thought that was a great scene. It was in character. They tried. They brought up last week. It wasn't forgotten, you know, brushed aside. And and uh, But I thought it was treated exactly like it, it should have been by two of them. You know, it's like we're not going to talk about this right now. Okay. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> yeah. And, okay, you know, I the have... Sam Winchester hair watch as well. So still beautiful. Still long. Oh, yeah. Still looking good. And, yeah, and at the end when they're getting uh, back in the car, Sam's standing there for a minute and the sun is hitting his hair on just the one side and it's very pretty red colored. You know? okay. Sam's hair still looking good. <laughs> 18 episodes I've in. Still good. I, I've only watched the episode twice, the one, one when it was on the other night and then once today. And then because today's Doctor Who day, I've been watching Doctor Who all day. And but I've got the episode playing as we're talking, and apparently I didn't pay much very good attention during either time when I watched because there was a scene just now. It's like I don't remember that scene. That scene, <laughs> <laughs> and it uh, it was Sam and the uh, Victor guy going through the woods um, to get the their um, trailing the vampire and. Mm-hmm. Um, then this, when they get to the vampire, Victor guy knocks him, knocks him out. So it's like, I completely missed that scene both times I was watching. So, yeah, I'm, I did not pay as good attention as I thought I did. <laughs> yeah, poor Sam got clocked on the head again. <laughs> I'm telling and, you, and, you know, the poor guy's got mental issues to begin with. You know, he had loose for his head, all kinds of stuff. And he, he's like... Basically, the Giles of the supernatural world. He's always getting knocked in the head. I know. What if, I think one of these times he's going to get hit on the head, and it's going to like knock Lucifer loose or something really, <laughs> you know, or I, I don't know. But um, I, it was. I, I don't. Even, I don't know what they were thinking, but wasn't Sam zip tied to a rocking chair? That was crazy. Is it a rocking chair? I didn't I, notice. 
You're asking the wrong person. Yeah, I guess I am. <laughs> if I can find it. But just the way he was kind of sitting back, I remember thinking, is he zip tied to a rocking chair? That's that's funny. That's <laughs> really funny. Out of all the chairs that he gets tied to, it's a rocking chair? Okay. Well, and and he's zip tied that, there. That seems coming on now, so I'll pay attention to the chair. So. <laughs> you sit. I see him sitting in the chair, but I can't tell what kind of chair it is. So. Well, he's so big. <laughs> right, right. so tall and everything. <laughs> no wonder you can't see the chair. But And another <laughs> funny funny part of that scene is when um, Dean gets back with all the kids. And <laughs> he looks at Sam. And Sam looks at him and kind of like gives him the shrug like, yeah, oops, I got caught. <laughs> I got caught and I got tied up. Like, whoops. <laughs> Tied to a chair again. <laughs> yeah, it's like, mm, <laughs> you know, it's not going well at all for me. Yeah. So it's gone worse when Tam, uh, Sam's been tied up the pole. It's gone much worse. <laughs> yeah, poor Sam, he's been tied up to chairs, tables, bikes on the ground. You know, he's been tied up everywhere. He, I don't much. remember, Dean has not been tied up near as much as Sam has been. No, it really hasn't. Um, you know what, you would show, think, get on that. Let's remedy that. Let's get, <laughs> you would think Jared would start getting like a phobia of, you know, zip ties and ropes or something. <laughs> and chains and cots and handcuffs. <laughs> Poor Sam. I pretty much, they've used pretty much everything to keep him immobilized to something. I, I, I'm assuming those are zip ties because otherwise they were very thin and Sam could just snap those in like two they, seconds or two. They definitely do look like zip ties. Yep. Actually, looking to see if I can find a shot of that chair. Just Sam, Sam was leaning back in the chair, but I can't tell, you know, if it was a rocking chair or not. He may just... You know, I've I've noticed from conventions and things, Jared's one of those people that sits, you know, with their legs up off the floor of the chair, you know. So uh-huh. he may have just been, you know, doing that or something. Yeah, he could just be leaning back for the heck of it. Um, I think you're right, or it's just an odd chair because, Keep looking, but from what I can tell, it doesn't. It actually doesn't look like a rocking chair. It's just the way he was sitting in it. Hmm. Oh well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're down to discussing the rocking chair in this <laughs> episode. Okay. There really, you know, there really wasn't much in the episode to, you know, to discuss and, you know, take down to the bare bones. You know, there wasn't a lot of you know, backstory mm-hmm. and um, mythology and things that like we usually like to get into. There wasn't much of that in this episode. Yeah. Um. Um. One thing I did notice—I I mentioned to you earlier that I wanted to talk about. Um, mm-hmm. At the end of the episode, when um, Sam and Dean are saying their goodbyes to the kids and everything, and um, Sam tells Dean he, he's. I'm going to go outside to give him, you know, a minute, but to say bye to Chrissy. I like that you can, if you watch Sam go through the door, 
he doesn't leave. He sits down on the step on the porch. You can see him sit down there. And so, hmm. like, first of all, that means they weren't on they weren't on a set. You know, it looked like they were at an actual real house on his own mat. And yeah, he just sits down there on the step on the porch, and you can see the top of his head still sitting there. So I like that he just went outside and sat there to wait for wait for Dean. I did like that. Yeah, that's a that's a nice moment. And I also think that Aiden was eavesdropping a little bit on Dean and Chrissy <laughs> towards the mm-hmm. end. Right, right. Also, also be very realistic for for that situation. Um, when when the promo pictures for this episode came out, I could have sworn I thought the actor playing the Aiden character was the same guy who played the uh, Robert Pattinson vampire guy and lived free and twice hard. Um, but after watching the episode, you know, it's like no, it's completely different actors. Um, but he he does look very similar to that guy from Live Free and Twice hmm. Hard. Hmm. It could easily have been, you know, they do obviously recast a little bit. What once actually seeing him in the episode and hearing him talk and things, I could tell it totally it's not him. Uh-huh. But he just he just looks a lot like him. I wouldn't be you know I wouldn't be surprised if they were related or something because they look a lot alike. Wow. Um. What did you think about the way that, you know, um, Victor just killing himself instead of, you know, one of them doing it? What did you think about that? I I admit to being a, a little bit surprised. Um, I guess he saw, you know, his whole thing falling apart. And... And he, you know, and he didn't see it ending ending well for him. So, and we couldn't see it, but he may have been even crazier on the inside than we thought of. Understandably so, having seen his family killed, maybe he was a lot more unstable than we had any idea. Um, nobody thought to search him. <laughs> You know, for a second weapon, they're all hunters. I, I don't know, but I guess he didn't seem the type. I, I don't. I don't know. Did uh, I was a little surprised. I mean, it cleans it up nicely. I mean, they don't have they don't have to make a decision about what to do with him. He made it for them, so that's kind of an easy way to get out of that mm-hmm. possibility. What did you think? Yeah, I didn't see it coming either. But then once I thought about it, I was like. Basically, that's really the only thing they could do because, you know, they couldn't have Chrissy killing because, you know, that's just a kid. Mm -hmm. And they don't want to have her being a killer of a person. You know, killer of a monster is different than a killer of a person. Even if the person did kill her parents, you know, still, Mm -hmm. that's something. And And it's not not like holding it on her. So, you know, where it would be justifiable. And they couldn't really take him to jail because they didn't have any proof of what he did. Why are they going to say, you know, oh, mm-hmm. you know, he, he picked some vampires on people. You know, they can't really do that. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. the guy was a 
stone cold killer, you know. So mm-hmm. he had to. They had to get rid of him somehow. So I, you know, I can see that that was basically the only solution to to still keep Chrissy and the kids, you know, still mm-hmm. clean and everything. Yeah, I wonder the the the, the new vampire that they were they cured at the end. I wonder if she's just going to need a lot of therapy, if she's just going to go into denial and what went through her, you know, <laughs> the poor thing. Yes, yeah, she that's, was a vampire, you know. <laughs> you know, I'm sure before she was turned, she probably didn't have any idea that they really existed. Mm-hmm. And so then, yeah, she was a vampire for a few days. And yeah. I mean, I wonder if, you know, it could she could be the type of person that, like, went through it, wanted to know more. You know, what happened to me? What to do? What are you people? How did you get in this? And she could sort of become an ally, or she could go mm-hmm. into complete denial and say, uh, I must have had a weird disease, and you people knew how to fix it. You know, I'm fine. I'm fine. You right. Know, I'm fine. Yeah. So, uh, who knows? But, yeah, they, they're going to have to contend with her somehow, She's not much. Left. She's not much different in age than the kids, so I could totally see mm-hmm. her, you know, becoming, you know, hanging out with them a lot and stuff. Mhm. Yeah, because whatever she's going through, they're really the only ones who can understand and explain it mm-hmm. to her. So, yeah, I actually hope she does hang with them instead of like keeping it all inside or into denial, because that won't end well <laughs> for her. So, I hope she's okay. Um, Want to talk about the preview for next week? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! Like we were saying before, the the preview and the sneak peek um, clip for next week, fifty million times more exciting. I thought, you know, than the mm-hmm. actual than this actual episode yeah. was. Yeah, and we have to say, spoiler, spoiler. So yeah. Smart interested in if hearing you, us talk about the preview or anything, uh, now's the time to, I don't know, <laughs> stop listening, go get a snack, <laughs> something, because we're going to talk about this for a few minutes because, like you said, it was in, like, what was it, maybe a total of, like, two minutes of material, you know, between the preview and the sneak peek, uh-huh. and it was amazing looking, so. Oh, real quick, if you're still listening, before you go, um, if you're going to stop listening because we're going to talk about the preview, Director Guy B will be on our podcast um, for the episode Taxi Driver, which airs Wednesday, and our podcast will be on at a special time Wednesday night at 10.30 Eastern Time, which is 7.30 West Coast. Um, So it'll be after it airs on the East Coast, but before it airs on the West Coast. Uh, We will be having our podcast, and Director Guy B will be joining us to talk about the episode. So make note. Make note of that special date, special day, and special time for the episode. Yes, and I'm sure we'll be tweeting and facebooking all about it all week. <laughs> we won't right, right, <laughs> definitely. Yeah, I'm excited. It'll be so much fun because it'll be this like huge, huge episode, and Guy B will be there to explain it all. Guy explains it all, <laughs> <laughs> and and you know we usually. We all watch the episode more than once, so when we 
come on the podcast. You know, we've been through it a lot, and we you can pick up so many more things the more times you watch it. Well, all of us have only will have had a chance to watch the episode just that one time live. So, and Vinny, wild. who's on, and Vinny's on a totally different time zone, so it won't even have been on by the time mm-hmm. he gets um, guys on, unless you know. You can find one of those links I hear people talk about on the internet all the time. <laughs> yes, uh, <laughs> those links that we would never ever use. No, you no, know, no, no. Unless it was an emergency, which is like, no, never. Uh, no, last never. time, when, last time when Guy was on, um, we may have to do it this time. Um, we skyped, and because um, you know Guy was coming on after the episode aired, like this time. So uh, we Skyped, and I just turned my computer around to the TV so Vinny could watch it that way. (laughs) (laughs) So we may have to do that again. But, yeah, that preview, oh, my God. That, you know, first of all, we saw the back of what looks like Bobby and in hell. And then mm-hmm. in the preview clip, in the sneak peek clip, it says, you know, this guy is telling them that Bobby is in hell. And mm-hmm. which, yeah, that was a surprise to me. Um, I didn't see Bobby being in hell. Um, but Jim Beaver has been tweeting and Facebooking that he knows nothing about this. That You can't you believe know, a word he says. No, you cannot. And I'm like, oh, Jim Beaver, quit lying to us. That was so you in that clip. He's trying to pull another abominable snowman on us. I just know he is. <laughs> it is. It's, it's, it's the sequel to the abominable snowman movie that he's been he's been making <laughs> I guess, lately. But but somewhere, I think it's in the preview. It says that you have. The second trial is to get an innocent spirit out of hell. An, an innocent, an innocent hell. soul out of hell. Yeah, so that's good. well, that'd be Bobby. But, but so you can see that Crow. I the way I see it is Crowley took Bobby to hell just because he doesn't like Bobby. You know, and that could be. Well, yeah, that could be why Bobby doesn't like Bobby. I think he has a crush on Bobby. <laughs> and he picked up could Bobby be, be. very close to him. <laughs> um, he, he's like, I keep him around for some more kissing sessions. That's true, which would probably be Bobby's idea of hell. <laughs> All the way around. My hope, and because, and, you know, because as we know, Jim Beaver likes to tell these stories. And, you know, mm-hmm. he had us going last year with the whole abominable snowman story before showed back up as a ghost. So mm-hmm. he, you know, he had been tweeting a bit and talking about this pilot that he was shooting in Washington called mm. um, Junk, Junkyard Dogs or something like that. And so I am hoping and praying and keeping my fingers crossed that it's what he's not actually shooting a pilot. He's and Washington is really close to Vancouver. Mm-hmm. That. I'm hoping that if they get Bobby out of hell, it's not just his soul, it's his whole person. Mm-hmm. And we could have Bobby back on the show. And this pilot he's talking about for next season means, you know, mm-hmm. Bobby will be back next season. Because it's like, I know, like, you know, Vinny has said, you know, that she, you know, as much as she loves Jim Beaver and she loves Bobby, bringing him back would cheapen 
you know, mm-hmm. Death Store, what a beautiful episode, Death Store, which I totally agree, Death Store is such a beautiful episode, but I love Jim Beaver, and I love Bobby. <laughs> I don't care how they bring him back. I just want him back on the show. <laughs> I I know I know that's that's a that's such a tough one, you know. I mean, gosh, I I I can see both I can see both sides, you know. I I mean I I miss him I miss him for the for the boys. I think they're they're doing okay without him, which is what he would want. Um, we got, in fact, we got a mention of Bobby in this episode. Victor brought him up and said he was a barely functioning alcoholic, which, of course, um, made Dean shut that down really fast. And I don't, I don't blame him because that it's not true. You know, he he may have had yeah, a people, drinking problem, but he was keep, highly, yeah. highly functional. People so. keep describing Bobby as this alcoholic, and yeah, we did see him drink a lot, but we never saw him drunk. And mm. you know. I'm just, you know, he did have that reputation as a town drunk. We saw in Ben Men Don't Wear Plaid that episode where we first met Jody, Sheriff Jody Mills, which I always mm-hmm. thought was just his cover for all the crazy mm-hmm. things he has to do. So, right. you know, I don't really see him as a functioning alcoholic like people like to describe him. Just like I don't see John Winchester being the horrible mm-hmm. dad that some people have described him being too. So. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Yeah, but, so yeah. I, it 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 could it could very well be the actual Bobby. And you know the the PR team is just known for giving stuff away in previews, <laughs> and it just mm-hmm. makes all everybody at Supernatural just tear their hair out because it's like, ah, right. why'd you put that in the preview? Mm-hmm. But I, I don't know. But there was something about those. It made me wonder, it's like, okay, so it's great. And get an innocent soul out of hell and it'll be Bobby. Great. But Bobby, um, did they did they think of that before they killed off Bobby? Like, well, we'll just, we will send him to hell. Or they never really said where he went. So it's just like, ooh, it's like they thought of it this year. It's like, oh, let's have him in hell and... Well, and how did he go to hell? I guess I guess Crowley could do it, you know. And yeah. you're right; he was. They were not too fond of each other. So, Bobby was killed under the Sarah Gamble rule, you mm-hmm. know, when she was, you know. Now Jeremy Carver, maybe Jeremy did, you know. And this is all supposition. We have no idea what's going to happen next week. It might not even mm-hmm. be Bobby, for all we know. So this is just all, you this know, is true. Um, mm-hmm. If it is Bobby, it you know I'm thinking maybe possibly it could be Jeremy Carver who's like you know hey let's bring Jim you know we like Jim let's bring Bobby back to the show you know so yeah so <laughs> you know they are but you know we could be completely mm-hmm. wrong and it's just it's a whole trick against Samadine and it's not really Bobby so you know yeah and and Bobby is only one element of that preview I mean. Um, Sam, Sam is in hell. Sam is in yes. hell. Oh my God, Sam is in hell. Right, and, right. And hell looks really cool with all the red lights. 
<laughs> right. All we've ever seen of him was the line. You know, we saw um, <laughs> the, the big line that um, Crowley had when we saw Nisha, uh, when we saw, not Nisha, it was Castiel. Not Nisha was in hell. Castiel was in hell with, with Crowley. And so we've never actually seen hell-looking hell places, you know. So, mm-hmm. it, and we've never, the only time we've seen Sam or Dean in hell was, you know, we saw Dean hanging on the meat hooks mm-hmm. and something wicked, uh, not something wicked, um, uh, the third season finale. And um, and we've seen, like, no rest flat, for No rest for wicked. I knew it had the word wicked in there. And um, the flashes we've seen Sam have of, like, being on fire. And so mm-hmm. it'll be it'll be really interesting. And you know what would be cool, and it was, I don't know, the time restraints, we don't know anything really about the episode, but it would be really cool if they, while they're while Sam's down there, they run into like monsters and people and things that they've killed and sent to hell. That would be cool if they ran, you know, if you ran into some of those. Yes, I know when um, the other storylines, when Dean was in hell and when Sam was, the Sam's time was different because he was Lucifer and everything like that. So it was a little bit different for him, but. I remember fan speculation at the time saying, did did Dean and Sam maybe run into demons that they knew before, you know, mm-hmm. and sent back, you know, creatures which just would not go well, you know, at all for either of them. So, yeah, I, I wonder. I remember when we, uh, you know, when we knew that Dean went to purgatory, you know, for season seven at the beginning or the beginning of this season and Dean was in purgatory. We were talking mm-hmm. about it would be cool if they ran it, if Dean ran the monsters and things that they had killed before, which didn't happen. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, um, I'm, which I'm sure is time, money, actors, story. You know, there's so many right. practical day-to-day reasons why they don't always do that. But, you know, I think it's mentioned things. I, I well uh, let's hope so because I mean Sam willingly going back to hell. That's just boggles the mind. Yeah, yeah. You know. <laughs> and and Dean knowing what's there, having been there himself, almost went insane from his own grief over Sam going off to hell and knowing that Sam went back there again. Oh, my God. <laughs> and, you know, when, when Sam was in hell, as far as we know, he was only in the cage. You know, mm-hmm. we don't know if he got to explore other parts of hell. You know, it sounded like he was just only in the cage. So, you know, it's maybe mm-hmm. a completely new hell experience for him. And it sounds like, you know, Dean, you know, in the preview, you know, they say that, you know, Dean says he needs two tickets down and three tickets back. But, you know, mm-hmm. Dean, can't, Dean, you know, can't go. But I could right. totally see Dean trying to, you know, mm-hmm. sneak in anyway. You know, because first of all, Sam. Second of all, Bobby. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. two of his most favorite people in the whole entire world. You know, right. And, and it sounded like in the preview, Dean says, my little brother's stuck down there. Like, like yes. something went wrong. Uh-huh. And speaking of Dean's conversation, uh, he's telling Benny, who 
who we have not seen in quite a while. So right, we've got right. Crowley, um, a Reaper, Hell, Bobby, and Benny. <laughs> Another one full of everything, kind of, you know, like Goodbye Stranger. Mm-hmm. It's going to be filled to the brim, it sounds like. Yeah, I wonder. I read somewhere somebody said that to get to, to help them if he is stuck down there, you know, and are having problems. I can totally see Dean going back down there to help him. And um, maybe the way Benny hitched a ride with Dean, Dean would somehow hitch a ride with Benny, and Benny could get into hell. Ooh, good question. Yeah, that is, I cannot take credit for that idea. I read it. Somebody had put it somewhere. I'm sorry, I don't know who, but at least I'm not that's taking credit a really, for it. That's a really, really good theory. Mm, yes, whoever you are, that's a great theory. <laughs> because, honestly, why else would he go to Benny? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, true. Because, yeah, from the last we saw... He was like basically, you know, telling Benny, "Bye, mm-hmm. good luck." Mm-hmm. You know, don't kill people. <laughs> you know? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, and if you need to get into hell and you've got to find somebody you trust to help you, well, Dean and Benny are pretty much brothers in arms. They, yeah, yeah, they haven't, they haven't, you know. So if anybody could help, yeah, pretty cool. Pretty cool. Anyway. So, very exciting. Looking forward to the episode and looking forward to Guy coming on podcast right after to talk about it. Wow. Um, and anything those, else? Yeah, but, um, those of you on the West Coast who want to watch the episode before you, you know, listen to the podcast, totally fine, because as you know, our podcast is recorded, so you can, you know, watch the episode and then come back and listen to the podcast, so you won't be spoiled. That's right, unless you like to be spoiled and can't wait. (laughs) 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 Um, Anything else? And, oh, um, this is the last new episode for a couple of weeks, I believe. Mm Mm-hmm. Another two-week hiatus, and then when we come back, the last four episodes will run straight through till the season finale on May 15th. I can't believe it. Oh, my gosh, I know. It's like, on one hand, it seems like the season just started, but then on the other hand, when I was mentioned Purgatory a few minutes ago, I was like, I couldn't remember if that was season seven or this season, because Purgatory seems like it was so long ago. Mm -hmm. So, Yeah. Um, anything else? Any news items? You wanna reminders? Um, can't think of anything. Ratings were up the, um this week. The ratings are up a little bit from last week, so that's good. Um, this season eight DVDs are coming out. I believe we've got it. The information on our website. I think it's September tenth. Let me double check that. Yes, September 10th. We've got the um, box art on our website, winchesterbirds.com. So then you see the picture. It's a little different. Dean's holding mm. 
a machete or something, which is, you know, I, you know, I'm not big on it. It looks weird to me. Yeah, like, it me too. I don't, I don't know why they've got Dean with the with the machete. Yeah, I don't know. You know, if they were going to give him a, it, you know, I could understand if they were giving him the purgatory tool thing, weapon thing. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. that would make sense. But I don't know why they gave him that. And yeah, oh yeah. And I think that has to be has to be photoshopped on there because. It's a season six promo picture, but we've never seen one with his arms that way. So I'm never. Thinking, I'm thinking his, his photoshopped his arm to get him to hold that machete, and so yeah, it's mm-hmm. all weird. Yeah, and I can see that's a that's like the vampire machete, and yeah, mm-hmm. they kill vampires. But this season, you know, I mean, the whole beginning of the season was all about purgatory and. Blah blah blah. He should have a purgatory weapon if he's going to have anything. Mm-hmm. And if the background is anything, it should be purgatory. Uh-huh. And I, I did like that um, where it's a supernatural. It does look like the tablet. It does look like the credits. So that's a good thing. Yeah, I, I do like it, that. Yeah, it's very very obviously not a new picture of Sam because his hair's too short. Mm-hmm. His right, hair's right. too short. So yeah, I'm, I'm not they're, big they're on it. They don't spend much those. time or money. CW and WB are definitely getting their money's worth out of those season six promo pictures. They use them for everything. Instead of shooting new ones, they just pull out the season six promo pictures. <laughs> yeah, I, I know. I I hope season nine, three seasons later, they'll they'll cough up a little money and do a photo shoot. <laughs> It would be nice. It would be nice. That would be really, really, really nice. We'll get some new pictures, especially if Sam's, um, they're going to keep Sam's hair along. Mm-hmm. You know, needs to match up. Of course, they got way too much mileage out of that, that uh, picture with um, Sam and the snake. Oh, yeah. Anyway. Um... But, yeah, other than that, I think we're good. We can get off here and go watch mm-hmm. Doctor Who. <laughs> That's right, everybody. <laughs> Doctor Who started tonight. Yay. Um, Don't let us know what happened. It, it was on an hour ago. Don't spoil us. Don't tell us. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I'm going to have to, like, hide from my Facebook. I have a few big Doctor Who fans. I'm sure they're all watching it live and commenting. I'm going to have to run the other way. Uh, um, yeah. Yep. Again, I guess, uh, thank everybody uh, for listening to us this week. Um, hope you enjoyed it. Hope you enjoyed the episode. Um, please go to winchesterbros.com uh, for all the supernatural news. Um, on the right side of our site, we have not only the link to Winchester Radio to bring you to Blog Talk Radio to listen to this podcast and all the others in the past. If you're interested, there's a couple of links to some very worthy charities going on right now to fundraising um, right Kevin Park and his ride and something going on for Danielle and Jensen's baby. Can you hear me? Hello? Yeah, that, yeah I'm still here. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, what else? Follow us. Twitter uh, Facebook, Winchester Bros. Um, 
I forgot to mention earlier, you can find our podcast in iTunes. You can subscribe and listen and download us through there as well, not just Blog Talk Radio and the links to our website. So I think that's it. Sounds good, and we will be back Wednesday night, 10.30 Eastern Time, 7.30 Pacific with Guy B. And talking about this week's episode, Taxi Driver. Yes, and you have to hang on to your hats for that one because it is going to be a wild ride. Okay, thanks, everybody. Talk to you soon. Thanks, thanks for listening. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.